0: a Dadsnet original podcast. I am proud that my children uh, were, let me say, so strong to pass this situation with, without any kind of significant problems.
1: On the 24th of February, 2022, Russia launched a full-scale invasion of Ukraine, starting the biggest land war Europe has seen since 1945. The skirmishes and battles for controls of the sovereign state will enter the history books, but what you won't read there are the stories of ordinary families, trying their best to deal with this new reality. My name's Jack, from Dad's Net, and in this series we want to uncover those stories by giving people the chance to tell them. People like Sergei. So my name is Sergei.
0: Uh, My family uh, live in Bucha city in the outskirts of Kyiv, northern west. Um, So we woke up on 24th of February uh, because of the call of my colleague, who told us that the war starts and uh, Russian forces invaded to Ukraine. Um, immediately after that, started to, to, to think about what to do. At the first day, it was um, a lot of different things happened in, in Boche City. First of all, bombardment by the Russian aviation of the nearby airport of Gastomel. Uh, at first day, let me say, I stuck at, at Butcher because of absence of gasoline and huge uh, amount of people who would like to, to, to have a fuel and leave this area. I wasn't able to fuel my car and uh, because of that in the next four days I stuck with my family, my wife and two little children, two and seven years old in the center of Bucha, center of the, you know, battle between Ukrainian forces and Russian invading forces. Mm, Frankly speaking, it was awful, a lot of artillery shelling. but I managed to withdraw my family from Bucha to another city in the Kiev region of Ukraine. Right now we are safe, thanks God, and I wish to our country to defend itself from this invasion. I really think that our army can do it.
1: With two small children of my own, I keep coming back to the question of how you explain a situation like this to them. I asked Sergei this, and he reminded me just how resilient children can be.
0: Uh, My little boy is only two years old, and maybe he, he doesn't understand the situation in full. I told me, I told me that an evil man uh, came and, uh, you know, uh, firing to us and but he is, uh, he is with his mother and uh, he is very much calm at the moment. My daughter is uh, already seven years old. He can understand the situation uh, more. I told him that that was an invasion of the neighboring country and uh, um, our army is struggling right now and everything would be okay. Um, I am proud that my children uh, were, let me say, so strong to pass this situation with, without any kind of significant problems.
1: As Sergei looks towards the next steps, it's clear that it's not just the children of Ukraine who are resilient. But actually, this has become the new way of life.
0: Uh, my 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 plan is to, uh, to move family closer to the western border of Ukraine, uh, and then I will return to to Kiev region to help the local defense. Today is a situation when uh, all of the people who can have to you know have to help to defend our country. This is a question of future for us at the moment. Uh, We will see, let let me say.
1: Sergei's story is just one of the millions in Ukraine, each one unique and each family different. If you would like to hear more, then please listen to the other episodes in this series. And if you would like to help the people of Ukraine, but don't know how, please consider donating to the British Red Cross at redcross.org.uk, which will help reach and support people in urgent need.